Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local podcast with the local stories from the KMOX newsroom for Friday, October 20th. Good morning. I'm Scott Jagow. It is Friday, October 20th. I'm Debbie Monterey. What ideas are being dreamt up by St. Louis residents for that RAM settlement money? Here's Aldermanic President Spokesman Yousef Danisher. We could use the uh, the RAM settlement funds as uh, seed money uh, to create uh, you know, uh, a municipal endowment that would kick off funds in perpetuity that the city could use to solve you know, some of these major issues that folks uh, want us to address. The online deadline for surveys and ideas to be turned in is tonight, just before midnight. As you heard first on KMOX, the DEA in St. Louis just hauled in a big drug bust. More than two dozen arrested this week, described as members or associates of the Black Mafia family. The Drug Enforcement Agency of St. Louis says it was an organized drug ring they helped break up this week. Special agent in charge Michael Davis speaking exclusively to KMOX. This was a uh, joint investigation uh, between DEA, uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, FBI, and the U.S. Attorney's Office. Uh, we uh, we indicted 27 defendants and uh, we arrested 30. Agent Davis says a majority of the charges are for distributing meth and cocaine, but fentanyl is the big one. The defendants were arrested in multiple locations, uh, out of state, some out of state, uh, so, and uh, uh, most of them were here in uh, the state of Missouri. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. The homeless camp previously outside St. Louis City Hall is reforming on the neighboring old municipal courts building grounds. Alderman Rasheen Aldridge says these camps will keep forming until there is a long-term solution. At the end of the day, no matter how many encampments the city shut down, they will continue to pop up because uh, what you're doing is you're just constantly moving them from one location to another. Aldridge says the Department of Human Services is still going out to the new homeless camp trying to find housing solutions. Meanwhile, homeless Latino immigrants in Chicago may move to the St. Louis area with the help of a local nonprofit. Carlos Ramirez, vice president of Latino Outreach for the Internet National Institute says it will provide up to six months of housing, language support, and other resources to migrants who relocate. We're specifically trying to recruit those people to St. Louis so that we can increase our workforce as well as help with our dwindling population. We know that a lot of other Hispanics and people in general will hear about St. Louis and that we have jobs available and we're hoping to be able to recruit other Hispanic Americans or other Americans in general to move to St. Louis. Ramirez says the Institute currently has beds available for 12 migrants, but the goal is to provide for hundreds. He says they're looking to house the migrants in South City and walking distance to the Institute. Tiffany Jackson, KMOX News. After receiving a large influx of funding from a surprise source, Mission St. Louis is excited to expand their work. The St. Louis Circuit Court announced on Wednesday they are distributing over $450,000 to three St. Louis organizations to help fund social services for detainees released pre-trial. Mission St. Louis is receiving $158,000 in funding, and Success Coach Manager David Baker says this will help them provide legal services and more. We also give out food. We also have a bank in our building, and so people can come get these wraparound services that they might not have had to begin with. They kind of might have put them in the situations that they are in now, um, which landed them in our pretrial diversion program. The largest investment went to St. Patrick's Center, who received $240,000, while Places for People received $57,000 in funding. Sean Malone, KMOX News.
In South City, applause for a $1 million donation to the Greenhouse Venture. It's a STEM program that uses bioscience and urban agriculture to expand science education for a mix of schools. Catholic, Christian, public, and charter. Mike Gregory is the head of schools at Tower Grove Christian Academy. He says it's crucial to get kids interested early. But by the time they're in high school, they have a mindset already believing that science is too much of a challenge. But now showing them uh, agriculture in the urban environment and putting the white jackets on, it's all these little things, not one thing. The $1 million donation is from retired businessman Bernard Purcell. It's helping advance the construction of a $4.7 million state-of-the-art STEM education center in the Shaw neighborhood. The news continues at 8.12 from the KMOX business desk. CVS stores are pulling certain cold medicines from their shelves. KMOX health editor Fred Bottomer has more. According to the Wall Street Journal, CVS says it will pull some of the most common decongestions with phenylephrine as the only active ingredient from its shelves and will no longer sell them. The move comes after a panel of advisors to U.S. health regulators raised doubts over the efficacy of the ingredient. Last month, the panel refused to back the effectiveness of oral over-the-counter medicines made with phenylephrine. CVS said other oral cough and cold products will continue to be offered to meet consumer needs. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. There's something new in the Del Mar Loop brought to you by Joe Edwards. Well, we're looking at Magic Mini Golf, a project I've worked on for five years. I love creating experienced places where people can put their troubles behind them for a couple of hours and enjoy life. I've always liked creating places where people of all ages can participate. And, and I like whimsical things, loopish things. So there's a, a Del Morado, like the El Dorado. There's a Lupusaurus, ooh, scary, um, but not really. And a, a Ferris wheel that I got from the Muni Opera about five years ago and had it totally disassembled, restructured, restored, and put colors on I liked and lights on, and that's here, five-car Ferris wheel, indoors. All this is indoors. So weather is not an issue 365 days a year. Edward says he likes to create places where people of all ages can come and enjoy themselves, so there's more than just mini golf. Two lanes of shuffleboard. And again, that's one of those things where an 8-year-old can play and a 60-year-old can play and compete in a fun way. There's a full bar and lounge areas. Edward sees it as a perfect place to hang out with friends or have business outings or birthday parties. In the wedding chapel, I've always thought, St. Louis needed a small wedding chapel. And so I just built it right there, a permanent wedding chapel where two people, four people, whatever can attend, or 40 people can attend a small wedding on that stage. And then they can put their own photographs, like their high school graduation photographs, their so-and-so family things up there if they want to, for only $50. I love the fact St. Louis is finally going to have a small wedding chapel. So for $50, I could get married here? Yes, yes, you could. Wow. Yep. That is a bargain. Then, then you pay for your food and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> sure. People driving by over the past year have probably noticed the sign. And the sign, the 27-foot-tall neon sign outside, one best new sign in the world this year by Signs of the Times, the Bible of sign makers around the world. And they, they jury it. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, really proud of that. My daughter and I created that design. Edward says the pandemic, supply chain issues, inflation, and spiraling costs meant the project took a lot longer and cost a lot more, but... I love St. Louis. I love the Del Mar Loop. And that's what I've tried to create right here. 
at Magic Mini Golf. It opens today in the Del Mar Loop. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local podcast is produced by the KMOX News team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.